So a couple weeks ago, we talked about the imposter syndrome and how that can kind of have a negative impact on like the way you think. And it's a lot, a lot of it's in your head. And we dedicated an entire episode to that. But today we're kind of doing what makes us feel good and kind of get rid of those feelings that kind of give you the imposter status. We're going to tell some stories about some patients who we feel like we made an impact and we still remember them to this day uh, in different ways. Uh, I feel like Laura's story, since I'm already kind of familiar with it, they had better outcomes than my patient did. But then again, my patient was a little harder to treat just because of their diagnosis. I still feel like it made an impact. And yeah, so let's just, you want to go first? You want me to go to first? Actually, let's hit the theme song first and then let's go. You're listening to the PT Assistance Podcast with your hosts, Ken. And Laura, thanks for joining for another exciting episode. Um, I'll go ahead and go first. Sorry, guys, for the little bit of a raspy voice. I'm kind of getting hit with allergies out here in Vegas. It's been so windy. It's driving me up the wall. Um, but yeah, like Ken was saying, my story, like these are stories that we kind of hold close and, you know, when you have a doubting moment, they're great ones to kind of help lift you up out of that imposter syndrome or having a bad day. Um, I know we talk a lot about coping and everything like that. So, um, mine, just to give a little background of kind of where the patient started and, um, where the patient ended up was, she started off with um, coming in with back pain. Um, she is definitely was in the obese category, um, unique personality. Um, but our PT evaled her. She was kind of standoffish. Like you could tell she kind of had like a hard shell. Um, Ken can attest to this at the time he was a technician as I was treating her. Um, but she was, she was kind of, yeah, she was kind of tough. Like she was kind of just in. And kind of didn't buy into the realm of physical therapy, wasn't sure um, how it was going to go. I treated her, um, I think, the second time after her evaluation. And she really just liked my treatment style. And she had uh, um, preferred to stick with me. Like, she had let them know, hey, I'd like to stick with Laura. She told me. And then I usually let Ken know, who was running our back end. um, Which um, always, honestly, always just feels good when you get one of those. right off the bat so that I mean, kind of felt good gonna bring but... that up when it was my turn <laughs> it just kind of feels nice um because it just yeah it just makes you feel good like okay someone wants me sweet uh, i feel i feel feel good and so we kind of you know with treating over time i think she was being seen two times a week you know we i always try to find an interest with each of my patients just so we have kind of conversations they feel a little more relaxed and i just Disney was ours. Um, I'm a big Disney person, if you guys haven't figured that out. Um, and she was, too. Always coming in with Disney I, outfits on. I would on. say that a lot of, like, these relationships, I feel like they get a lot closer when you find that common that common ground um, mm-hmm. with a patient, which now that I'm thinking about my story and everything, I don't really think we had that kind of common ground. But it definitely helps boost your relationship uh, we did an episode like on trust and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like the patient just feels um, more secure, I guess, in a way 
when yeah. you're able to kind of share that level of bond with them. So it was good that you guys had that Disney to kind of go off on and kind of just talk about that. Yeah. And so we kind of just had the conversations to go off of and, you know, she looked forward to coming in. She said she started getting, she, you know, she started feeling the benefits. Um, I was progressing her on her exercises. I was seeing her because I was seeing her the most. Um, I really was kind of the core main person on her treatment. Of course, technically our PT was still overseeing everything, but I really was the one who was kind of making that impact on a daily basis. Um, so, you know, our, our, it started progressing and she came in for a back and then she kind of took a little break and then she would come in, she started coming in for her knees. Now, while she was even treating there, she had some snide remarks from some people because again, she wore, you know, Disney clothing that were a little more out of the box, not quite your normal outfit you see. And again, she was kind of a little on the heavier side. So she stood out a little bit more and. So people I had, I had overheard snide remarks of like, oh, great outfit or, you know, oh, you know, you really must love Disney, like with the sarcastic tone that you could tell behind it. And you could tell like, that's kind of why she had a hard shell on. Um, she had told me one time because we talked about it and this kind of led up to the conversation. She was starting to feel better. Everything was going really good. And um, she told me, she's like, you know, the one thing is she goes, I was honestly standoffish coming into it, but you guys made me feel really comfortable, especially you. And that was just nice to hear that, you know, I kind of could have that effect on a patient. But towards the end of her treatment, she walked in and I have wanted to cry with a lot of patients sometimes, um, whether or not they get really emotional and you just have empathy for them and not so much like anything else but you're like you are bawling in front of me and I, I can kind of feel your pain and I can see that you're just in a lot of emotional pain and physical pain and I just feel bad and I want to cry with you um type moments but I've been able to hold those back um but she came in and she goes after treating her for a while she goes for the first time in five years I stood up without even thinking about it without using my hands or without any pain and she just starts to bawl she starts like thinking about this right now makes me want to cry a little bit. I'm getting a water, water. Well, I thought your uh, your voice was breaking a little there. I know I'm, I'm getting a little emotional thinking about it because I just I can literally picture herself to this day sitting in that chair and telling me she goes it's the first time I didn't have to think about the pain as I got up. She goes I felt so good I just stood up, and she goes you know I really attribute that to you and making me feel comfortable to continue with this process. She goes, I've gone to so many places and a lot of times because of the way I look, um, they just write me off and tell me to lose weight all the time. And which she, she knew it was a contributing factor. And we did talk about how that's going to put more stress on the joints and it's going to make her recovery harder. Um, and you know, we, we did have those conversations and came at them in a very respectful way. Um, but she's like, a lot of times I was just written off because of my weight or because of the fact that, you know, I looked the way I did. And um, she goes, you didn't have that at all. You you saw me for who I was. I didn't get judged right away. And by the way, at this point, she is crying. And she's just saying the sweetest things to me about how, like, because of the way I acted towards her and how I've helped her through her journey, even though we tell patients all the time, I'm not the one putting in the work you are. 
it was the sweetest thing to hear because I did feel like I, I had such a impact on her recovery. And so literally she brought some tears and I was like, you need to stop because I'm literally crying right now. Um, she just brought tears of joy and, um, happiness to me because I, I just felt so proud for both of us. Um, and again, as you can tell by this day, it impacts, we're talking, this is over four years ago, probably that this happened. And to this day, I can literally picture that scene sometimes. And when I'm having a down day or I feel like I just can't get things right or I feel like no one likes me or is, am I doing something wrong? You know, I go back to that day and it, honestly, even if I made an impact in one person's life, and I can honestly truly say, I know I've made impacts more than that one. But if I can, like, if I look at that one, that helps just bring those emotions back up of all the other ones that have happened. And it helps decrease some of that anxiety that we have when we feel like we're not meant to be in this space or we're having a really down day um, or we're questioning our life choices. It's one of those moments that just like it will remind you. And if that time hasn't come quite yet, don't don't freak out. Like it takes some time to have that that one moment. Um, That's what I was actually going to say. Yeah. Or I was going to come around to that. Yeah, or it can even be multiple moments. Like I said, this is one that stands out to me and I can remember clear as day still. Um, but I've had other moments like this and with other patients. And so it will um, kind of take. And it's again, it's because of those relationships and that trust factors that we build up with those patients that even these moments come through. Um, so that's kind of mine. Again, we got very like... Me and her, we're having, we had a great relationship. And so like being able to finish off that way and knowing I had such a thick hand in it, um, just even helps me to this day if I ever kind of doubt myself. I was going to say also, because both of our stories are mainly in the outpatient setting and it can still happen in an inpatient setting. Um, the reason why I bring that up is because again, like a lot of the times when like with these stories and what makes you feel like you made like that bigger of impact, a lot of these, a lot of these times, like the patient wants to work with you, mainly you like they might be okay working with somebody else, but they're mainly coming for you because they like how you perform the treatment and how you guide them through their exercise, whatever the case may be. But when I was working in an inpatient clinic, we had one patient where she would defer treatment all the time. But this is when I was uh, still do my rotations but when me and my ci would go in she would always allow us to do treatment and it's mainly because we built more of a rapport with her more of a trust and even though we only saw her a couple times she still welcomed us more often than she would other therapists and other teams and other disciplines and whatnot so it can still happen in other settings i feel like acute might be a little harder because your schedule can change so often but there will be times where you're having one patient for multiple weeks in a row just because they're placement issues or whatever the case may be. But to get to my story and what I feel like where I made an impact. And again, Laura was kind of mentioning the whole um, feeling like you don't really belong or like the whole imposter syndrome and all of that. And kind of reminiscing over these stories and these patients kind of help you feel more at ease because you do feel like you belong and that you're meant to be there. But this patient, the first time she came in, she was um, a low back patient and I was still a technician at the time. 
And she ended up coming back when I became a PTA and I was still working at the same clinic. Honestly, at first, I didn't know if she would even remember me, but she actually did. And this second time she came in was for Parkinson's disease. And if you're unfamiliar with Parkinson's or the kind of its course, um, we have an episode on that, too, actually, a very, very long time ago. But I got a little bit of practice for it with Parkinson's when I was working at physical because a lot of neuro neurological patients and things like that. So I took on this patient at the time and we we're working a lot of gait, a lot of mobility, and she had such a fear of falling and in her head, she got into the whole, if I fall at my age, then it's over. Like, you know, if she breaks a hip, then your lifespan decreases substantially. And I think all of these thoughts got in her head to the point where she wouldn't ambulate unless she had a walker or she had something she can hold on to, kind of like that furniture walking. And that was the only way she would do it. So over time, what we were working on was a lot of that balance, eyes closed balance, um, the mobility and the thing at, at the very end, what happened was we were able to ambulate her entire treatment without the walker, where initially we started. She always had to hold on to that walker. So she definitely gained a lot of confidence over the course of her treatment. I when I was talking to her husband um, near the end of the her visits, he was telling me that she still kind of holds on to a lot of furniture he can tell that she became more confident even at home, but she still had it in her head, like that difficulty initiating, which made it hard for her to let go of things that she was holding on to, even though she was performing so well in the clinic and with Parkinson's disease, like it's, you kind of have to do those big movements, those big steps, try to normalize it or over-exaggerate it as much as you can in the clinic. So it becomes normalized when they're out and about. So what ended up happening um, near the end of her treatment, like they gave me like these thank you cards that I still have to this day. And it's one of those things where I kind of just look back and look at my desk like, and I see all these thank you cards from different patients that I've worked with. And it just helps remind me that I do belong in this field, that I do make an impact. I do make a difference. And those thoughts of imposter syndrome definitely go more at ease. And again, I feel like this is more of a balance scenario. There may be times where you feel really confident and you feel really good. You're having a great day and there might be days where, and I just had this last week where I don't feel like I did as much as I could have. Like, I don't think my treatment was the best. I feel like maybe, I don't know, I don't know if I was in my own head a little too much. I'm not sure what the case was, but, um, but yeah, I feel like that's kind of where I'm coming from. Yeah. And like you said, there's going to be good days and bad days. And um, they'll usually balance each other out. And sometimes you can go through like a rough patch, like we've talked about before. Um, but just know, you know, you might not have that one aha moment or, hey, this uh, this is the moment that made me feel like I'm an actual PTA or I'm doing something in someone's life. It might be a little bit of a series of everything, you know, where you treat a patient for the first time and then they come back the next time and they're like, I feel amazing. Um, you know, I felt the best I have in a couple of days or something like that. Those are the wins. Those are the wins we take with us and we hold on to and, um, show we're making a difference. And sometimes it's hard because 
you are sharing a lot of times the treatment with other people and just know, even if you're not working with that patient a lot one-on-one, you did it as a team. You did it as a team with your PT, with other PTAs, um, with OT speech, like you did it as a whole entire team. And that's what's important is that we all were able to together impact a patient's life in the most cases for the better. I feel like Very that, rarely. that moment where the patient does come up to you and be like, oh, like, hey, that last session went really well. Like I felt mm-hmm. like immediate relief and like the next day and you're like, oh, like I'm glad like it really helped. And like, again, like sometimes some patients are hesitant working with a new therapist mm-hmm. um, just because like they're not what they're used to They're And again, like some I don't know about you, Laura, but like I'm also hesitant on working with a patient that someone else has been working with for so oh long. Oh, my gosh. Consistency. You're like, ah, I do things differently. <laughs> and again, that's going to be a hit or miss. But like you said, like you take those small wins when someone comes in the next time. Like, hey, by the way, like thanks for working with me last time. Like my back feels so much better um like again like you said i had one patient and i was still uh in my rotation i learned some techniques from a different clinic i was at and i came back to my original clinic and applied some of the skills that i learned and the patient was like oh no one's ever done that like the way you just did but it felt so much better like that's the the best i've ever walked out of here the best i felt over like the next several days and those moments feel good like you're just like oh like i'm glad that that helped and you kind of just like take those Again, what's worked for one patient might not work for all. So just because I did all these techniques with that patient, I'm not going to just do that to every single low back that I see. And it's like, expect the same results. Yep. So definitely keep that in mind. We're like thinking like, oh, this is the cure all. I'm going to do this to all my patients because it felt so good for that one person that I did it on. Like, no, that might not be the case. Yeah. So definitely keep that in mind when working with a wide variety of patient populations. Yep. And again, share your wins. You you should be proud of them. Um, sometimes we like to keep it a little close to your chest, but hey, you know what? Be proud. <laughs> I agree. Don't, doesn't mean you need to go boasting about them, but you know. Well, if you do like, want to boast about good. them, let us know and we'll post it. Yeah. We'll, we'll, hey, we'll you got some wins? Tell us your favorite wins. Tell us your favorite stories. Message them to us if you want to share them or get them out. Email uh, to them. us. Yeah, if you got some funny ones, we'd love some funny stories. I love a good funny story. (laughs) Well, I think that wraps up today's, unless you have something else, but we'll. No, that is it. We have an interview coming up on Friday, so make sure you tune in for that. Um, We're very excited about that. Yeah, a little different, but I think it'll be cool. Cool. No, very educational. Anyways, Mm -hmm. thank you so much for listening, guys. I know it's going to be a little shorter. I think moving forward. Um, we're going to try to keep it anywhere between 15 and 30 minutes. Um, just as like a PSA, we're going to try to, even though they're a little shorter, we're going to try to get more to the point, be more concise and try to up our, I don't even know what, like our, our points. I'm not even sure. Uh, some of, well, some of the topics we want to talk on, and this is why we don't want to, just so you guys like know, um, kind of where our thoughts are um some of the topics we want to talk on like for example today's episode if we went on for 30 minutes you know it just would feel way too long like we were rambling on about the same thing over and over again and so we want to upload some of these topics that aren't going to be these longer episodes um but we feel like are just as important to the field 
So sometimes there might be a little shorter episode and, you know, I hope you guys are okay with that. If you guys do want to hear more of an episode, please let us let us uh, know your opinions. You know, hearing back from you guys is what's really going to help improve this channel because, again, it's not for me and Ken to come on here and just talk. We really want this to be beneficial. Whoa, that's what I thought. <laughs> no, it's for me to come on and interrupt Ken all the time. Um, this is true. Now we're now we're now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> the truth um, is out. Anyways, we'll leave our socials and links and stuff down below in the description. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Check us out. We'll leave the links below. Share, like, do all the things, and tune in to Friday for our next interview. Mm-hmm. All right, bye guys. And I think that little blurb I did at the beginning, we probably just used that for the intro. That sounds good. Perfect. You're going to have to edit that part out. The information in this video or podcast is not intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content, including text, graphics, images, and information contained in this video or podcast is for general information purposes only and does not replace your professors or a consultation from your own doctor or healthcare professional.